Stephanie, welcome back. This is episode seven of the Bougie and Broke podcast. I'm Brandy, and I'm here with Stephanie. I already introduced you. I'm sorry. You sure did. I do not need to say my own name today. I'm feeling a little sassy, so this should be an interesting <laughs> podcast. That's all I'm going to say. Every podcast is an interesting podcast. We say that every time. I know. I'm like either sassy, tired, mad. Like I'm usually in a pretty good mood, but today was just a day. And, you know, we're super honest and open on this podcast. And I'm just going to say it. My anxiety has been so bad this past week. And like especially today, I'm just like not feeling my normal self. But we're going to get through this. I feel the exact same way. I'm much better now that we're recording. I don't know if anybody could tell, but I have like a little bit of a raspy voice. I'm kind of losing my voice. I haven't talked in like the past three hours in preparation for the podcast. So I do have one. But I called my mom and I was talking to her and was like, this podcast is the only thing keeping me afloat. And she was like, not even me. I was like, no, I'm sorry. (laughs) Just the pod. Well, so yeah. Thanks for listening then, because this is all that's keeping us going right now. You are fresh off of a trip from Colombia. We've uh, clearly everyone knows that you went to Colombia. We talked about it 704 times. Yes. Why don't you tell me the highlights of your trip or any lowlights if there were any? (laughs) So um, I guess I would say the lowlights. We'll start with those. Was the probably seven to 10 text messages I got a day from friends, family, Um, Facebook posts, Instagram comments, all of the above, asking me to be safe and asking if I was okay. It's not like I was joining the (laughs) drug cartel. I wish you would (laughs) have. Honestly, I wish I would have because that would have been a better story. But Columbia was awesome. I was also very guilty of asking you if you were alive because I'm used to being in contact with you pretty much all day, every day. And when you were there, I couldn't be. So I was like, are you alive? Like, just send me like a smiley face emoji to let me know you're safe. You're like, thanks, mom. I'm just yes. looking out for you. Yes. But I mean, it was amazing. I was in Cartagena. We didn't adventure much outside of like the new city and then they have the old city. They're only about 10 minutes away. The old city was by far one of the highlights. Definitely what you think of when you think Columbia. Um, old buildings, very colorful. We stayed out until about four, five, six, sometimes seven in the morning every night. This is how we know you're 23 because there's no way that I could hang. <laughs> but even like, so I went there for a friend of a friend's wedding And the wedding lasted from, or it started at 4 p.m. and went until 3 a.m. And we're like, oh my gosh. That's insane. Well, traditional Colombian weddings are supposed to go until 6 a.m. They're supposed to go for like 12 hours. Don't fact check me on that, but that's what I heard from some locals, some other people at the wedding. Yes. Would you go back to Colombia? A hundred percent. So my highlight of the trip was definitely... We took a a boat to an island one day. It was called Rosario Island, about 45 minutes away on boat. And then we had, we paid $20 for a VIP cabana. Only $20? That seems relatively cheap. Everything in Columbia was so cheap. They would like, at the cabana, some random guy showed up with a live lobster and a live crab. And he was like, (laughs) we're like, Qantas, how much? Like... (laughs) 
and he was like, uh, for both 130,000 pesos, Colombian pesos, which equates to a probably about, I think it was like $30. That's crazy. Yes. He brought, like, showed us a live crab and a live lobster, and that's what was cooked and prepared for us right there. Right amazing. there, so it was like fresh out of the ocean. Fresh out of the ocean, beautiful beaches. And then another really key highlight from this trip, Stephanie, are you ready for it? I'm ready for it. Like, Taylor Swift is ready for it. I found a Coors Light. Oh, my God. In Colombia. In Colombia. Aren't you so proud? It's like that trip was meant for you. It was great. So I could go on and on about the beautiful, what are they called? The overpour pools. What are they called? Infinity pools. Oh, yes. The infinity pool at the hotel that looked over the ocean. The $300 in room service hamburgers we ordered. I could go on forever, but... But overall, you had a good trip. Amazing. Glad to be back home. I did get sick the last day, but all is well. I'm just glad that you made it back alive. That's really... I'm thankful I do not have to find another podcast co-host. Honestly, I'm surprised that I am alive. I am a little bit too, but I had a couple people lined up in case you didn't make it back. I'm just going to be honest. Okay, tell me those people's names and I'll go kill them. (laughs) It's for me to know and for you to find out. (laughs) Anyway, Stephanie, while I was gone, enjoying many pina coladas con cervezas, yes, pina coladas with beer. What were you doing? I was scraping eight inches of snow off my car and working and being about as lame as possible. And then my cousin had a baby yesterday. So I went up to Madison, Wisconsin. That's where her and her husband live. And she had a baby girl named Lucy. And she was born yesterday, and I made it just in time. I got up there at about 3 p.m. She had the baby at 4.39. So got a new family member, and she's perfect and adorable. And this is a little teaser for what we're going to talk about this episode, but we will get there eventually. Can you tell me, I feel like the fans of the show need to know more about your cousin and her equal love for somebody that you share. Okay, so my cousin is four years younger than me, so she's 28, and we've always been very close. Um, A lot of people have said, like, you guys act more like sisters than cousins, and we've just been a very close family. She's one of my favorite people. So when she told me she was pregnant, there was not a question that I was going to go up there when she had the baby, and we both are very big Taylor Swift fans, so we that's something that we both have in common, so... We've been to a ton of Taylor Swift concerts together, and I'm just so excited for her. Her and her husband, John, are going to be the absolute best parents, and it was awesome to be there. So congratulations to them, and I'm so excited. (laughs) So Lucy, her real name is actually Taylor. (laughs) Yeah, we're calling her Taylor Swift, but her real name is Lucy Sandra, and Sandra was my grandma's name, so I think that's kind of sweet. It's very sweet. But yeah, so we're going to talk about some money suckers, a.k.a. babies, today in the episode. (laughs) But first, we've got to talk about our bougie and broke moments, so we'll be back in just a second. We just took a breather. We were a little sassy last segment. I took a couple drinks of my red wine. We did Facebook Live. 
took a couple deep breaths and the energy feels a little bit better for us to get into our bougie bitch and broke ass moments. So Brandy, please enlighten me with your bougie bitch moment of this past week. Well, my vacation for one, but it was just very bougie, but that's not my bougie moment of the week. <laughs> I wish that was your bougie moment. You're just like, my vacation was bougie. Bye. <laughs> it really was, but. All right, told- moving on to your broke moment. <laughs> We'll just leave it at that. How are you bougie this week? <laughs> no, no, please tell me what your bougie moment. Like, we know your vacation was bougie, but I need to know specifics. Well, that, but then I came home, sat down today, and wanted to make myself an old-fashioned. But instead of just crushing up the sugar, I put a little bit of bourbon in there and lit it on fire so it little caramelized, like the bourbon and the sugar caramelized beforehand. Ooh. This is very dangerous. Do not try this at home. Again, please do not take any advice from the Bougie and Brogue podcast. But Please don't. <laughs> but it kind of caramelizes the sugar a little bit and gives it more of a sweeter caramelized taste and finish before I finish creating the rest of the old-fashioned. And I feel like nobody does that except a bougie bitch. (laughs) So you're at home just making craft cocktails for yourself before we podcast tonight. Yes. (laughs) Well, my bougie moment was my cousin had a baby, which we've already discussed. And I'm like, I can't go to the hospital empty handed. Granted, it's two and a half hours away. It was two and a half hour drive. But everybody takes flowers or sends balloons. And so I'm asking one of my friends, I'm like, well, what do I take? And she's like, take snacks, take food. I'm like, great idea. I'll do that. And then I'm like, I'm not just going to show up with like snacks. I ordered 12 Sprinkles cupcakes and went downtown Chicago and picked them up before I left for Madison yesterday. They say it's a girl. They were so cute. But would you like to know how much a dozen cupcakes from Sprinkles costs? Can I take a guess? Sure. $47.04. (laughs) You cheated. But yes, that is the correct answer. So I spent $47 on 12 cupcakes. Absolutely worth it. I'm pretty sure everybody liked them and it was just a cute gesture. And you can't go to the hospital when somebody has a baby empty handed. No, you really can't. But a bougie bitch takes sprinkles cupcakes. That's all I'm saying. Spoiler for when my niece comes. I am special ordering sprinkles cupcakes to Pueblo, Colorado that say it's a girl on them as well. So that's going to cost me more than $47. If I would have known her name ahead of time, I would have done more custom cupcakes, but they didn't tell us until she was born. So I couldn't get that bougie, but I was bougie enough, I think. That is pretty bougie and sprinkles A1. So good. Tell me how you were broke. Well... (laughs) In preparation to this podcast, I went, printed off the prep sheets, got ready, checked my mail, and I forgot how broke I was last year. So today was a reminder of my broke ass. Did you get your W-2? No, I got my 1099G. Do you know what that is? I sure do. That's an independent contractor situation. Wrong. A 1099G is your unemployment form. (laughs) Yes. I collected unemployment last year. I don't think you need to go any further. You are a broke bitch. (laughs) Well, I can just pile on top of that for you because my lease is up on March 31st. And last week I was like, 
really don't like this apartment that much. I don't get my money's worth. There's nothing great about it. It's fine. It's in Wrigleyville. I kind of want to get out of this area. So I've been looking online and I'm realizing as I'm looking at these apartments in different areas, like not too far away, but whatever, that I'm getting absolutely screwed here with this rent. Like I should not be paying $15.50 a month for what I have. So I'm looking around and I'm like, well, they haven't like sent me my new lease yet. So I'll just see what's out there. You know what happened today? I got a thank you for your tenancy letter in my email. I'm like, wait, what? So I open it up and it says, your lease is terminated on March 31st and we will not be renewing. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. So you can't renew your lease with them? Nope, I have to move. No (laughs) idea why. Absolutely no idea why. But I'm like, I almost responded and was like, I wasn't going to renew anyway, bitches. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) So I have to find a new apartment by March 31st. And I think it'll be fun for us to take the podcast along with. Like, I'll tell you what I find. I'll tell you what I'm looking at. I'll tell you what I end up getting and how much it costs and everything. But come on, like, really? I... All right. So I guess I'm moving. I'm moving. That's my broke ass moment of the week. (laughs) You're unemployed. I'm getting kicked out of my apartment. Like we should just go lay in traffic. (laughs) Let's (laughs) hold hands. I'll lay in traffic together and we'll just close our eyes and it'll be okay. At least we can laugh about it, right? We gave you a little teaser earlier that we were going to talk about babies and children on this podcast, and you might be thinking, why are they talking about it if they don't have kids? Well, there's a point for this. I read this article yesterday, and it was talking about how millennials are having children later and having fewer of them leading to the lowest birth rate since 1987. So we're just being blamed for that now, too. (laughs) Where millennials are being blamed for everything. I don't even care anymore at this point. Like, honestly, I'll take the blame. That's fine. But they said that there's like a lot of different reasons. This is kind of like an expanded millennial minute today, if you will. This article says that economics, alternative lifestyles, waiting to find the optimal partner, building a career, finances, they're all factors into delaying childbirth or having fewer children, which is absolutely true. And now... The finances for me is the big thing. The total price tag for child rearing until 17 comes close to a quarter of a million dollars. Yes, I saw this. And I just want to retweet all of that. Yeah, so basically it's like people are waiting longer to have kids and they're not able to have as many because women can't have kids really past 40 unless you freeze your eggs. Freezing your eggs is like $20,000 to do. So that's also expensive. But you know, some 15 year old can go get pregnant tomorrow. That's how life works these days. Yes, it says in this article, if you're 37 or 38, you have less time to even build a big family if that's when you decide you even want kids. And this is said by also a pricey quarter of a million dollar plus title by Dr. James Sterling, a doubles board certified physician of who gives a at somewhere in New York. Exactly. So we decided that we wanted to talk about like having kids, like anything related to having kids today because my cousin had a baby. I was very up close and personal with it this week. I heard so much graphic stuff that I don't know that I ever wanted to hear. And it made me be like, oh God, oh my God. So let's talk about it. 
I'm going to be an ant in T minus five months. I'm so, so excited, so thrilled, but also so flabbergasted by the list in the registry that was sent to me. Everything's like $200. I'm like, I excuse me? I know. Everything for a baby is so expensive. And there's so much stuff. There is so many things that a baby needs. Yes. Diapers alone. Insane. I I am really thrilled to be having a, like a niece that I could hold, love, spoil, and then give back and not care for and not spend so much money on. Exactly. Like I was at the hospital yesterday and today, held the baby, got some baby snuggles, smelled the new baby, and it was awesome. And then when she started to cry, I'm like, I got to go back to Chicago. Have fun with this, guys. And like the whole cost of like before the even the baby even comes like well we don't have children so let's talk about things that we've been involved in up to this point what is your take on gender reveal parties god i don't mean any disrespect to anybody that likes them but they are (laughs) stupid i cannot stand them it is literally another reason for people to get presents and the only people that actually care are like the people that are having the baby They just want a little bit of attention. And I don't need to be invited to your gender reveal. I don't need to eat a pink cake. I don't need to see you pop a balloon and have pink glitter come out of it. Just post a little photo on Facebook that tells me it's a girl. I'm good. Yes, I cannot agree more. Like I said, no disrespect to anybody that has them, but just stop doing them. My my little... (laughs) No no disrespect, but please stop it. We don't want to come. We don't want to come. So the last one I went to was my brother's, and it was great. He did propose to his uh, girlfriend, now fiancé. But wasn't it more of like a family party, too? It wasn't like they invited all their friends, and, you know, it was more just your family. It was literally just my family and her family. So super small, but, like, my mom can't throw parties small, She goes all out. My mom is like the shining example of why I'm bougie because like she molded me this way. They didn't want presents, but I still had to drive and like took a lot out of me. It was a lot of, it's a lot of a person to ask. Then you go to the baby showers. Oh God. Yeah, that's like second party that's like the second thing that's on the list for everyone i don't mind a baby shower as much as a gender reveal party especially if it's your first kid so like your family and friends want to celebrate you they want to get you presents everyone's excited i really don't mind buying gifts and stuff for a baby shower we had so much fun at my cousin's like we did like a little bit of a taylor swift and christmas theme because it was in december she loved it it was a great time there was booze there yeah do not make me come to a baby shower where there's not booze first of all Don't do it. That's just rude. Okay, I'm so I'm still like in the works of planning the baby shower for my new soon-to-be niece, uh, Madeline Louise. But like, honestly, we're having so many parties for this baby. That's like not even alive. I don't get it. Also, if you're planning it, please do not play stupid games. The diaper candy bar thing is so ridiculous. Don't do it. We're doing it. it. We're doing it. We have no no choice. We have no choice. We did not do that at my cousin's. Thank you, God. I'm just kidding. You know there's always alcohol involved in any party I throw or any party I even go to. 
<laughs> God bless you. Gender reveals, stop doing them. The only one on Facebook that I seen that I ever liked was um, they did egg roulette. So they dyed tons of eggs, pink and blue. And then they took turns smashing them on each other's head. And all of them were boiled except the one that was. So if it was like... Um, I've never seen that. That's different. I kind of like it. it. It was like the best one. And I don't want to take anything away or offend anybody that had a cute idea because my parent, my brother and his uh, fiance had a really cute theme and everything. They did a fiesta theme with a nacho bar. Um, they had a cute little saying, uh, something about nacho baby or something. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I was drunk. So gender reveal, we're okay with stopping those. Baby shower for a first baby, okay. Do not come at me with the baby shower for your second baby. Don't do it. No, I think that's just very, like, rude. You already had a they baby. They call them sprinkles now. A baby sprinkle. Get the F out of here. <laughs> Sorry, this is another thing that I just really don't understand is push presents. I don't get it either. Isn't the baby the present? I, I guess, but, like... That's what a woman is supposed to do is like have a kid. She shouldn't have a present for having the kid, right? They knew what they were getting into. Like, you know what you're getting into when you get pregnant. Also to my future husband, I would love like a new purse, like Chanel or anything. <laughs> I hate push presents, like, but I will take some. Yeah, like some diamonds worthy of a push present or like baby moons. There's like so many expensive things around like having a baby, I just really don't get or understand. I don't either. But again, we haven't had children. So who knows? We're going to probably get judged for all of these things. But as single people, just take our advice on the gender reveal parties and baby showers. Like just to stop babies in general. I think it's a consensus. There are a lot of work. I just want to give a shout out to Sherry for having me because <laughs> My mom gave birth to me without an epidural, so I think she deserves an award for that, especially after my cousin told me that labor pains were the most awful thing she's ever felt in her entire life yesterday. <laughs> yeah, she was in labor for way too long. Yeah, she was. <laughs> that just reminds me. Oh my God, that reminds me. <laughs> Babies also ruin everybody else's lives because <laughs> before my my boss had her baby two weeks early, so while I was, like, getting ready to leave for vacation, she had her baby. And I was like, I'm sorry. That only leaves one person on our team to cover everybody's work instead of the two, three of us. There's now two. And now I'm leaving, so it leaves one gal. Yeah. Have you ever been on a plane next to a screaming infant? Um, three screaming infants. <laughs> yes. It's a good time, isn't it? I, I wanted just, like emergency stop the plane somehow and like throw a fit and like start a protest it's really hard to get mad because there's really no control over it and i feel bad for the parents because you got to know that they probably feel awful too but at the same time it's like put a cork in the baby just make it stop yeah. give them some like peppermint schnapps <laughs> like a benadryl there's so many solutions does your work cover maternity leave? We were talking about this yesterday because my cousin's work for her doesn't. Her husband gets a paid month of paternity leave, which I find interesting. So does, um, do, you, do you know if your work covers maternity leave and how long if it does? 
Yes, so it's very interesting. So you have to be there for more than six months to get this maternity leave. And then you get three months um, paid 60% of your salary. So you don't get your full salary. And then you could get two weeks of vacation. I think that's what we get. And in addition, if you want to use that. That's a pretty good deal, actually. Yes, it's a great deal. But if you don't use all your maternity leave, you can save it and roll it over. That's cool. Like your next year time off. So that that's a huge plus. Yeah. But I, I also was reading in our handbook, if you have this specific insurance, it's like called part-time leave or like part-time health or something, mm -hmm. but it helps cover that. So some of it will be reimbursed. So that 60% that or the 40% that you're not getting will be reimbursed by your insurance if you have that specific insurance plan. Oh. I'm not really sure how it works, but like... That sounds like a pretty good deal to me, and I think that they're taking really good care of you. I do not get maternity leave at my job, like none. So you're definitely do a I step need to ahead. Call the boss. <laughs> no need to call the boss because I'm not planning on having a child anytime soon. So we're good. But do you want kids? I have always been on the fence, I think. I feel like most people are like, I was born to be a mom. And I don't know that I've ever felt that. I don't know that I've ever been like, I have to have kids to have a purpose in life. Like, I've just never, I've never felt that. Would I mind having a kid? No, I think I could do it. I think I would be a great mom if I had a kid. But I'm not ever like actively trying to have one, I guess. So I don't know. I'm on the fence and I may change my mind someday and like be a definite yes or no. But at this point in my life, I kind of like having the freedom to do what I want when I want and having the finances to spend on myself, especially since I'm bougie and broke and probably could not afford a child. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Like, like I said, I'm, I think I've always just kind of been on the fence. Like if it happened, I guess it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. How do you feel? Well, I've always wanted children. Always. That's how I was raised. I thought I would be pregnant by now. God. Now my eyes are enlightened and therapy has helped me come to terms with real life. But I really don't know. I think I'm cool being the cool aunt and being super rich and famous one day. <laughs> it's not happening right now. This podcast will help you out with that at some point. Like, you know, you see the memes of like, oh, yeah, I'm the cool aunt that just flew in from Europe and shows up unexpectedly and gives yeah. you a thousand dollars like that's me in like the future but I would also like love to settle down with some poor loser that gets stuck <laughs> with me have a few more dumb kids that are just like us than poor things but I don't know I I don't think that I want to have the kids for like the baby and the child part of it I think I want to have kids for like when they're older so like my parents now with me and my sister like we go to New Orleans and we get drunk on Bourbon Street and that's fun you know like I would yeah. like to have kids so that later in life I had like 20 to 30 year olds to hang out with <laughs> yeah I feel like I could like adopt like a 12 year old and be cool right like I don't know that I have to have the newborn thing yeah like it's cute it's cute whatever but it shits everywhere like it can't wipe its own ass 
Like, those are things that you have to consider. Expensive. So expensive. Expensive. Like, if you get them when you're, they're 12, they're, like, already learned a little bit. Potty trained. Potty trained. They're broken Hopefully. in, you know? They're just really broken in. Yeah, so maybe we'll change our minds someday. But right now, I would say I'm definitely on the fence. Not a Not a yes or a no. I guess it just really depends on, like, when I find the one and only true love of my life and or my second or third husband wants kids, it's, <laughs> I don't know. It's really up in the air. Well, and I'm getting older too. Like I'm 32. My child rearing days are on the downslide. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't know. I'd have to make a decision sooner than later. And I'll tell you right now that I am not ready for kids at this moment in time. But Dr. whatever the... F Sterling, PhD, endocrinologist, fertilization specialist at Mississippi Health Healthline University, reproductive <laughs> specialist, said, it's okay, you can wait, and you can have kids until you're 50. He's full of it, because I'm going to be too tired at that age to have kids. Can you imagine? I'm already tired now. Same. <laughs> It's your favorite time of the week, the bank statements. I have currently logged into Wells Fargo, and Brandy, I would like to call you out on your shit this week. Perfect. You do it every week. All right. First up, Lyft, $13.70. Yes, that was uh, this morning. It was blizzarding in Denver. I did not want to take the bus, so I paid $13.70 for a shared Uber drive. 100% endorse. I do not walk or take the bus in the snow. So I approve of that charge. Moving on. Amazon, $41.15. Um, I did this late at night. Was this a drunk Amazon purchase? It was a delirious one and I was in bed and I think it was either silk pillow covers or a new flat sheet. To be determined in about two days. Well, you'll have to let us know what it is. I don't know if I approve of this or not, but it's the damage is done. <laughs> Grubhub, $12.85. Again, I had just gotten back from uh, my trip. No groceries. So I Grubhub delivered um, some pho to my office, but the pho place was a block and a half away. That's a little bougie, but... It was snowing, right? No, it was just really cold. <laughs> That's also endorsed. I approve. All right. You were busy on Amazon, Brandy. I've got a $7.50 charge. <laughs> this was for some pens. <laughs> $7.50 pens? Um, <laughs> I was mad at work. I was writing in my notebook, and I was writing with this shit-ass ballpoint <laughs> Bic pen, and I said, fuck you, and I just ordered some pens on Amazon, so... That was a good $7.50 spend because I got some great pens for only $7.50. What is a great pen to you? Felt tip, right smooth, marker-like, but still penny. All right. See, I love a good Bic pen, like a Bic pen with just a cap. That's my favorite kind of pen to write with. Those are the pens that I stab my wrist with <laughs> when I'm trying to kill myself. <laughs> Well, if you ever get sick of them, you can send them my way because I love them. <laughs> Great. Finally, the last thing I see on your statement. Well, not the last thing, but the fifth thing. Starbucks, $15. Like, that's a reload, right? Yes. I got some sous vide eggs. Um, I was also trying to kill some time to try to talk to Caitlin. So 
my Starbucks girlfriend, so I was like, eh, and then $15 because 10 wasn't good enough because I knew I was going to spend more. All right. I mean, at least you weren't getting scammed this week. I can't be that upset with your charges. You got back from vacation. You didn't have groceries. I approve. But, I mean, I also told you the story about, like, 10 things directly under these last five about how I was getting not scammed, but somebody else was using my card on their Uber. That's Uh, awful. Got that all sorted out, but shit. She let somebody use her card for Uber Eats at one point and it just kind of stayed on their account and they were using it for Ubers. I was like, I don't remember taking an Uber because I wasn't even in the country, but cool. Well, I'm glad you got that sorted out and I'm glad that you're logging into my Bank of America now so that We can talk about how broke I am. Yeah, shit. Okay. So first one up is Verizon Wireless for $187.79. What the f***? Is that your cell phone bill every month? It's me and my sister. My sister gives me money for the cell phone bill. And then my work Uh. actually pays for my cell phone plan. So really, that's not a lot of my money out of pocket. But that's what my bill is for me and my sister. Okay, much, I, I'm more comfortable with that. Approve. Next up is Dr. Joe Coffee Clinic, and this is for $3.50, and this seems like some sketchy, <laughs> weird shit, and I hope this was for actual coffee and not some, like, sleazy, like, drugs or something. <laughs> Buying sleazy drugs for three fifty. No, I was at the hospital this morning. To see my cousin. And the coffee shop at the hospital is called Dr. Joe's Coffee Clinic. And I got a vanilla latte. I, I, I'm i like, the name of this place is too good. I'm like, Dr. Joe's. And like some of the some of the coffee drinks there had ridiculous names. And I was laughing so hard when I was in there this morning. I'm like, I can't wait for this to be on my bank statement. That is hilarious. We already covered this. Sprinkles Cupcakes. Forty-seven oh four. I'm just trying to keep it real. It is the last five things on my bank statement, and that is one of the last five things on my bank statement. Forty-seven dollar cupcakes. Next up, Geico, one hundred and four twenty-four. Insurance, assuming for your car. Yep, car insurance. Just trying to again keep it real and show you guys that I actually pay my bills, and this is a heavy bill time for me this time of month. <laughs> It's that time of the month. Yeah, not my period, but when I have to pay all of my bills. <laughs> it's worse. I would rather have my period than pay bills. Yes, I would have my period two weeks out of the month than have to pay my entire month's expenses. Same, same. I was almost going to say I'd rather have my period for the entire month and never have to pay a bill. And I still think that might be true. <laughs> I'd have to think about it, but I would definitely consider it. (laughs) (laughs) Next up is Greystone Tavern. There's two of them. $26 and then another charge for $16. Me and my boyfriend and my sister and her boyfriend went to a bar to watch the NFC Championship game. The Saints versus the Rams. I'm a Saints fan. I don't want to get into the outcome of the game, but the $26 was drinks leading up to the end of the game. <laughs> and then the $16 was when overtime started. And I was like, give me a kettle and soda. I need a kettle and soda to get through yeah. overtime. Yeah. And then the Saints lost. And 
I don't want to talk about it, but that's what those charges were. I think you were being a very responsible adult this week with all your spending habits. A little bougie. It's just bills. You were being a little entertainment, a lot of bills, um, a little bougie, and a little treat yourself. So I approve to all of it, like I do every goddamn week. All right, and that does it for episode number seven. Please rate, review, subscribe, follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Just DM us. We love you guys so much at Bougie and Broke Podcasts on everything. Do all of the things, please, all of them. And don't forget that our intro and outro music is by The Night Game. The song is called Bad Girls Don't Cry. Per usual, they don't care that we talk about it, but we do anyway. Loyal AF. Totally. Well, our next episode is going to be in February. So we talked about doing Frugal February a couple of weeks ago, how we were going to give up something that is super important to us and then see how much money we save. And I think we need to talk about what we're giving up before we close this podcast out today. Yes, I think so too. And I think all of our listeners should also try and join us in this frugal February and tell us what you're going to give up. Post on our Instagram, tell us on Twitter, however you want to tell us. But Brandy, what is it that you're doing for frugal February? I'm giving up going out for lunch. Whoa. Like you're taking your lunch to work every day. No Postmates, no running to Starbucks for lunch. Like you can still get Starbucks coffee, but like no lunch at Starbucks, nothing. Yes, unless somebody pays for my lunch or there has to be a damn good excuse. But I am not going to buy my lunch because, I mean, I need to get my hair done. I need to get my nails done. We all know this. I can't give that up. So frugal February, no eating out for lunch. I really wanted to give up parking at the mix for frugal February, but it's supposed to be negative 10 degrees next week. And there's absolutely no way that I can do that. So I had to come up with a backup plan. And my backup plan includes a two-fold plan. The first part of the plan is no Starbucks. I'm going to give it up. If I want coffee at work, I'll drink coffee at work. I have a Keurig now. I'll make it before I leave or I won't have coffee at all. So Starbucks is out. I'm not saying that like getting an iced tea from somewhere else is out, but Starbucks, you're done (laughs) for February. And also I'm going to give up Target. No. Here's the thing. There's There's a stipulation on the Target. Giving up things I don't need at Target. So if it's like toilet paper or laundry detergent or something like that, like something you have to have to survive, I will get it at Target because it's just easier and cheaper at Target. If it's clothing or anything stupid, I'm not getting it at Target. I I like it. And another thing... I think I can do it. I'm not giving up Starbucks, but for Christmas, I got a French press and I also ordered some really nice like oat milk so I'm gonna try and take my french press to work take my oat milk and make my coffee at work all right so we have to hold each other accountable I'll give you my target receipts we can post them on our story so that people know I went to target last weekend and I'm walking through the aisles I'm like I don't I can't even make an excuse for something that I need right now I don't need anything I think a good rule is if we break like if we don't follow what we do if I like order lunch I also have to give that amount in addition to what I'm saving 
That's a good plan. So if I go and spend I like it. $11 on lunch, I have to give $11 also to the charity along with all the savings I'm saving. Perfect. I like it. I'm in. Deal. Perfect. So you guys have to hold us accountable too and we really want you to do it with us. So join us. Tell us what you're giving up and we'll see you next week for Frugal February. All right. Bye guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.